Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning. One way to deal with neighbors who pass out crappy candy. And why is it we're losing sleep? No, Jen's had a few rough nights mm. these past few days. It is Tuesday, the 8th of October of 2019. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. To some people, even Halloween is a status status symbol. A status symbol for <laughs> a all status of us? symbol. <laughs> A woman in Rancho Cucamonga, California, recently posted a rant on a neighborhood Facebook page with a message for her neighbors this Halloween. And I'm quoting. I'm reading off of the Facebook post. Okay. Over the last three Halloweens, cheap candy has somehow infiltrated our community, and it has to stop. I love that. She used the word infiltrated. That's a big word. <laughs> While... Dum dums, smarties, oh. and jolly ranchers might be okay for some other cities nearby. We, we are us. we yes. are an affluent neighborhood. Mm, there's no excuse. And this status should be reflected in our candy provisions for uh, Halloween. Yeah, should. So she is strongly encouraging her neighbors to start handing out full size <laughs> candy bars. Wow. Or giving each kid Four to six fun size bars. Wow. Four to six? Well, what's the point of living in an affluent neighborhood if you can't show it off? Right on. Well, you know, how do they afford to live in that affluent neighborhood? They go cheap on the candy. That's right. You got to cut somewhere. How much does it even cost for a box of full size candy bars? You know, it was a pricey adventure when I did that for a couple of years. Let me pull this up. Too rich for my blood. Yes. Well, it'll depend, too, on, you know, you got to, how many trick-or-treaters are we talking? Do you need them to buy, is it a small, affluent neighborhood where there may you may get 50 trick-or-treaters, so you only need 50 full-size? Or is it a big neighborhood where you're going to need hundreds? Well, different. it looks like you can get an 18 full-size variety pack of Milky Way, Three Musketeers, Twix, and Snickers. Oh. For how much? $13. See, that's not horrible. It's 75 cents a piece. How many are in there? 18. But if you have hundreds of trick-or-treaters or or even 50, that's a lot. Yep. I mean, the whole point is to be able to put your 
wealth on display. <laughs> and how else do you do that on Halloween? And please, let's te- let's teach the children that fun size isn't acceptable. Well, you know, maybe she is looking at it from the perspective of she knows all of the lesser neighborhood kids will get dumped off and their mom will follow them in a van. Oh. So maybe they want to give back to the poor. They're trying to take care of the kids. Yeah. 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 That's just a sarcastic spin. A thought. (laughs) The post wound up on a Twitter account called Best of Next Door. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) And now it's gone viral. I wonder what her neighbors think. Uh-huh. If they're just like mortified right now or if they're if right they're on board like with her. maybe used to her because she has a history. And yeah. by the way, Dum Dum Smarties and Jolly Ranchers are some pretty high end crappy candy. Yeah, so if you don't want It'd them, Tim will take them. She well kids could. like candy. It does yeah. I mean, does it have to be a full size anything? What about people that like a blow pop? Can we do a candy collection for Tim of all the Halloween candy you don't want, like the Zag Nuts, the Bit of Honeys, the yeah. Dum Dums, yeah. Jolly Ranchers? Bring I'm, just, them on I'm down. just saying, Dum Dums and Smarties and Jolly Ranchers, those are pretty good crappy candy. They could get the undmarked orange and black things. You, you like know those, they could, don't you? could get licorice. They could get, you know, the lady that hands out pencils from the bank she works at. Like, we could you know, do a Hollywood a, a Halloween candy trade-in. For Tim, what am I giving? Because you're well, oh. you're going to give Reese's peanut butter cups oh, because okay. it, it doesn't count. Are you paying for that? Oh no! <laughs> How much is an eighteen pack? Boy, she pulled that idea off the table pretty quick. I'll bring in my oh, leftover no. candy. Well, because there's a dentist. Is that the dentist in Milford or Anderson or somewhere? I think it's on the east side that he does the candy exchange where you take your candy and then he mails it to the troops. And I think you get like a toothbrush or something. I think you're right. So we could do something like that. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I think Jen was on to something there for a split second. But <laughs> Until you're going to make me pay for it. Until the finances got involved. Jeez. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here this morning? Those watermelon Jolly Ranchers, though. I used to eat those. Oh, those were good. Those were good. Mm-hmm. If you're not losing sleep over something these days, well, you might be. You're not worrying enough. You might be unusual. Yeah, maybe you're not worrying enough. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, if you're not worried about something, uh, what's wrong with you? I'm worried about you now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they were asking people, what are the what would you say is the thing that's worrying you the most? The top four answers on the board. Number one, money. Always right. Yeah, I think that's what that's the universal number one worry for all people. Yeah, thirty two percent of the respondents said money was the big worry for them, followed by relationship problems, Mm -hmm. followed by work problems. Which, you know, combine the numbers one and two. Yeah. Usually money and relationships. 
A much smaller percentage, only 4%, listed fear of missing out and other social life problems. Mm. That does suck. I don't really worry about it, but it does suck. Suck when you know everybody else is out having a good time and you're not. Well, yeah. And like, <laughs> I, like as, a, as a parent, you know, like I had an, an awesome, very vibrant social life before I had my kid. And then I got pregnant and I still went out like all the time. Like I was down at St. Patrick's Day with Tim and John and I was doing all of those things. And then when you become a parent and it's not like you have to stay home, but a lot of times you have to stay home. Like if you want to keep a routine or if you want to like do certain things, if you want to get a good night's sleep at night, you got to kind of stick to the routine with your kids sometimes. Mm. So what happens is, is that people in the beginning, they still invite you and you're like, oh, yeah, I can I can't come. But thanks for inviting me. Thanks for thinking of me. And then people stop inviting you. And then you get the people that start inviting you again. But you have to cancel because your kid gets something else. So that's it's hard because it's a change of lifestyle. Yeah, it's it's rough. <laughs> it's I mean, and I know it sounds like, oh, I didn't get invited to the party, but it does suck because then you look at everybody else going, well. I used to do that with you, and now I'm not even invited. Yep, and that's when you have to, you know, flip the switch and look at your kid and say, "Yes, I, God, I love this kid, and this this is what I really want to. This right. is where I want to be. This is where, uh, you know, this is what I want to be doing. Yes, this is a, a choice, and not this is a choice, not a sacrifice. Because you and I'm love good with being it. a parent so mm-hmm. much, it does fulfill you, but it's just a different kind of. Fulfillment. It's a weird kind of J- adjustment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to start inviting you to more things then. But I'm not coming because I can't come unless I can bring my kid. That's the thing. You can and bring then, your kid. I don't care. That's the double-edged sword. Why can't you? Because then you start to get mad too because when people keep inviting you. I mean, you can't win. Yeah, you because, can't. Because then you're invited. It's like, well, stop asking me to do things that you know I can't do. Well, and it's like poor, poor, pitiful <laughs> me, you know. Like I've been mm-hmm. trying to book a happy hour with my friend Noelle forever. And she's amazing because she always invites me. And then I was like, okay, I'll be there on Monday. Well, guess what? My kid got sent home from school because she had diarrhea. So I couldn't go that night. So we booked two weeks down the road. Guess what happened then? Then we got ear infection and croup. So I couldn't go that night. And now I'm like, I don't, I can't rebook something because I feel like. You feel bad. Yeah. Because you've already bailed. Multiple times. Is Penelope joining us for the blink parade on Thursday night? No, but Nana will keep her. Because it's past her bedtime. So that's like something we can, you know, adult. But she will be at the Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Walk on October 26th. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of like, look, I know it's not always easy to bring her if she is feeling sick or if if she's only got a certain amount of shelf life before she gets squirmy and has to go. But I'm just like, bring her. Yeah. I don't care. Be great to have her. Be good to see her. Right. That's what I was just saying yesterday. I'm like, I need to bring her in here and see you guys. Like, I want her to know my friends and that kind of stuff. But it's just like the parties and stuff. Like, you used to get invited to pre-drink before the blink parade. But you're not going to get invited to that stuff now. She'd be the most entertaining part of the party. (laughs) She might be. I'm just saying as as a parent... I get your point. It's, it, and I know it, like I said, I know it sounds like poor pitiful me, but at the same time, that's how it feels sometimes. I think a lot of people can relate to what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. You don't get invited. <laughs> uh, let's see. Wallet Hub just, they, they were looking at food cities. 
And I say this all the time, and I, I really mean it. And, and I travel quite a bit, uh, not just throughout the country, but you know, throughout Europe and all over the world. And every time I come back to Cincinnati, I'm like, we just do not appreciate the talent here, the food scene here. It really is world class. It's that good. And, you know, I haven't been everywhere, but I've been to a lot of places. And I'm always fascinated that Cincinnati isn't listed higher on these top 10 lists for foodies. Agreed. Uh, Portland, Oregon got listed. They were number one in the country. New York, Miami, San Francisco. These are great towns. Los Angeles, Las Vegas, San Diego, Seattle, Chicago, and Austin. I mean, the one thing that they have going for them is just their sheer size. They have more choices. Mm-hmm. But I think pound for pound, you know, considering what we've got going here, we ought to be a top 10 contender. By the way, out of the 182 cities they looked at, Pearl City, Hawaii came in last. I'm not really sure. You've been there. Isn't I've it been beautiful? Away. It is. There's not a good restaurant scene there? Well, I don't. We didn't really eat a ton of different restaurants, and it was years ago, so I don't really know. Like, I think if I went back now, I would be deciding on different things, but they have to import everything. So maybe yeah. it's just like they're providing a lot of seafood and hmm. poke or whatever that is they right. put on everything. Uh, the rest of the 10 worst cities for food. If you live in Juneau, Alaska, I'm told they don't have a very good food scene there. Uh, in Jackson, Mississippi, I guess they don't have a very good food scene there either. Unless, uh, man, I would think I would think some of that southern cooking would just be in abundance in Jackson, Mississippi. Right? You would think. Hmm. Yeah, I'll like, bet you I could find some good food in Jackson, Mississippi. Like fried chicken and good stuff like that. Heck yeah. Augusta, Georgia. West Valley City, California. These are all like horrible food scenes, supposedly. Moreno Valley, California. Fremont, California. Oh, Montgomery, Alabama? They don't have a food scene down there? You would think. You ever spent time down there? Uh -uh. I hear it's a very cosmopolitan city, but I don't know. Never been. Uh, Let's see. Nampa, Idaho. Nampa? And Columbus, Georgia. I heard they just got a new Red Lobster in uh, Nampa, or whatever you said, Idaho. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, How did everyone's you know? going. Everyone is going. It is just busy every <laughs> single night. It hasn't been this crazy since they opened the Olive Garden back in 08. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Road trip. <laughs> so great. It's true, though. That's what happens in those little towns. Um, That's right. I was in Portland, Oregon a couple years ago, and they're not kidding. They really do have an excellent food scene there. It reminds me of, the, I don't know if you guys ever watched Portlandia. This is, a, this is a scene direct from Portlandia. If you have any questions about the menu, please let me know. I guess I do have a question about the chicken. If you could just tell us a little bit more about it. Uh, the chicken is a heritage breed, uh, woodland-raised chicken that's been fed a diet of sheep's milk, soy, and hazelnuts. Uh, his name was Colin. Here are his papers. Okay. <laughs> what are these raising Colin? It's a farm that's located about uh, 30 miles south of Portland. Um, tell you what, we're going to go check it out if you don't mind. Just yeah. if you could hold our seats. Oh, now? now? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be right back. We'll just want to make sure it Thank you so much, Dana. Sure. Yeah, we're just going to check that out for <laughs> Oh, that's funny. We just want to be sure. Yeah, it's a great show. Uh, what else do we have here this morning? Hey, nothing like buying an $85,000 dream car and then doing something like this. Elon Musk 
just tweeted that Tesla is going to allow people to start customizing the noise their horn makes when they honk. Awesome! And the three examples he gave are the sound of coconuts, (laughs) which is a Monty Python reference, goat noises, and flatulence noises. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, uh, It just doesn't go with the car. When a Tesla rolls up, it's quiet. There's no engine on. Have you ever been been near one when it pulls away? It's Uh just like... It's just it just goes. There's no like ignition. There's no turning on. There's no. It just starts moving. Ooh, that's so you, weird. So you would be able to hear a toot or a uh, something, a, a, a toot or whatever the other. What was the, the first? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess all the more reason to buy Tesla. Uh, I can get a fart sound effect in place of the horn. Uh, Cincinnati's Q102. By the way, uh, Jeff and Jen, want to shout out to my friend Adam, who uh, works over at CVG, and also our friends at the Shell Station near the airport on Mineola Pike, listening to they Second listening Date Update morning. earlier this morning. Yes. What's up, y'all? Morning. Adam said, uh, well, that was, uh, that was a little awkward, uh, listening to Second Date Update, playing um, in the background. Awkward. And he was like, not really in the background. It was actually kind of loud. <laughs> I love that. What are you going to do? Oh, me right? too. Yep. Hey, quick question for you guys. Yes. So yes. you know this morning I've been filling out these thank you cards behind the scenes here A at the radio station because yeah. I just got back from this big corporate thing in Dallas. Fun. Where all the company leadership, the VIPs and the... The presidents and uh-huh. the CFOs and the, who's the who? Yes, you know we had a great time rubbing elbows. They treated us like you know equals and had a great time. So anyway, I'm sending out some thank you notes. Good, good Very move. Nice. It's always you. good to send thank you. Yes, got all of them done except for the owner of the company. You okay. guys no. know her, Ginny, right? I love really her. nice lady. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wanted to thanks for the dinners and the drinks and the knowledge that you shared and blah blah blah. So I picked out a special card for her. I got the generic thank yous for everybody else, but I uh, picked out a special card for her. You spent like, the big money. I was like, this is really cool. It just says thankful, like really pretty. That's nice. Uh-huh. Did anyone get a better look at it? Oh. It says thankful AF. Yeah. Let me see. It's like it says thankful in this really fluffy, beautiful Where's writing. Where's the AF? I don't even and see then the in AF. Yellow oh, and the it. yellow is the AF. In oh, yellow yeah. behind oh, it. Oh, yes. I see it now. So here's like oh, the leader man. of our company, like send this it. wonderful woman. Yeah, you should totally send it. I triple dog dare you. No. I already wrote out the nice message already wrote inside. It. I, you know, she'll I like it. She'll like. I don't think that she. Hey, may, listen. She may not even notice yeah. it because at first glance, I didn't. I've I had didn't. the card for two days. Yeah. Well, and if she does <laughs> notice and say something to you, then be like, "Oh my god, I didn't even see it." <laughs> and then I'll send I her. She would really? Oh my god! And then I'll send her this air check of us. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, though. She's pretty observant. Like things don't easily get past her. Mm-hmm. But yeah. she seems really laid back and cool, and she is straightforward. I no think BS, so, too. So. so I think you're totally good Why don't you ask Mike what he thinks, Mike, our general manager? Is he, it cool if I send a hey, thankful Mike, AF card to our... Mike's <laughs> getting the generic. Our, <laughs> oh. Yeah, way to Personalized, go. but... Well, that's nice. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> At least oh, you hand it. wrote it. So what do you think? Send, not send. 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 Definitely send. send. All right, send. thank you. It's a Everybody in the room send. agrees. Yeah. I was going to. Was... And we're not saying that to get you in trouble, At really. Mm. I think <laughs> you would send it. Like, if I found out, I'd be like, oh, that was kind of funny. Let's send it. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Do it. All right. It's going out. 
Let us know if you get a reaction. Seal the deal. <laughs> <laughs> and you wrote upside down on the envelope. I know. I just uh, realized did that. Did you? Upside down on the Oh, my God. She's okay, going to start to wonder. <laughs> I can get a new envelope. <laughs> now I think you need a new envelope. But still from the car. <laughs> She's going to be like, oh, I got a drinker. <laughs> still feeling the trip to Dallas. Well, you would think this guy would be able to recognize a scam, but there is a 73-year-old man named Spence Sims from Arco, Idaho, and Spence was recently arrested for passing out more than $47,000 worth of bad checks. That's a lot of bad checks. He wound up getting around $26,000 in cash before the credit union caught on and stopped payment. And when the cops dug into it, they realized what he was using the money for. Spence was also getting scammed. Check this out. Spence met a woman from Malaysia on the dating site, Plenty of Fish, and she convinced him that she just needed to pay $25,000 to the Malaysian government so they'd release, quote, Several million dollars of hers that they were holding. And obviously, after he sent her the money, she did not send him his cut of the millions. So he is facing three felony charges of drawing checks without funds and could get up to nine years in prison and a $150,000 fine. Mm. Yeah. That's a mess. It's always interesting seeing the scammer get scammed. You so know? true. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, a thief was caught stealing a flute after he tried to stick it down his pants. Flutes are expensive. Musical instruments are pricey. Oh, uh, yeah, they are. I guess it was still visible, and he was confronted by an employee and uh, calmly left empty-handed. The owner said he's not going to let anyone uh, put the flute into their mouth or buy it, so he's going to make it into a lamp. That was shocking. That part, I just actually couldn't help but laugh about it. I couldn't, in good conscience, have anybody ever put their lips to that instrument. (laughs) Whoa. Well, we appreciate that. Thank you. Also, this morning, a customer at a jack-in-the-box drive-thru Ended up arguing with the woman working behind the window because the woman working the window was flirting with a customer at the front of the line. And evidently, this girl has a bit of a short fuse when the customer complains. Listen, I just want my food, bro. Yo! Excuse me? Is the, what's going on with the food? I'm correcting my order. That's what I'm doing. All right. Don't get smart with me. me. Don't get smart with me. Everybody doing the same thing. I'm going to be rude. I'm not going to take your order. What do you mean? I already made an order. What are you talking about? I'm going to be rude. I'm not going to take your order. What? If you're going to be rude. Yo, you're not. Yo, take my. You can go ahead and leave. I'm not taking your order. You're the manager? What's your name? (laughs) People. I know. There were, uh, when I worked at Wendy's. There were a lot of really mean people that would come through the drive-thru. Were you flirting with the customers, Fritchie? I probably. I will tell you one time. Were you time, holding up the line flirting with customers? One time I pulled somebody like my favorite song was playing 
on their car radio. Yeah. So I did keep them there for a little while longer so I could <laughs> hear it. But that was like the extent. But some people are just not nice. And it just, it's you know, I'm just trying to provide service to you, my man. Right. Yeah. What is that? Like, you know, you're are you having a bad day or are you feeling like you need an injection of power? So you take it out on the guy working the counter. I, I'm like, what is that? Uh, there's yeah. a million different possible reasons. It's all those things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're suffering in some way, shape or form to, to have that kind of reaction or that kind of behavior. There's there's something going Maybe on. Maybe they're just hangry. Yeah. Which is its own special brand of suffering, yes. isn't it? Yes, it is. You know, and this brings up like this whole discussion that's going on about Ellen DeGeneres right now, because over the weekend, Ellen DeGeneres was sitting with former president George W. Bush at the Dallas Cowboys game. And there was a picture of the two of them taken where they were both smiling and kind of like engaging in, I guess, like a happy moment or something like Mm -hmm. that. And all of these people just started going crazy and losing their minds. Like she wasn't allowed to sit next to him because their political views aren't the same. And she, Oh, and he was getting backlash for sitting next to her. Yeah, right. I was getting ready to say the same thing. And she was like having to stand up for him a little bit like, hey, listen. And so yesterday on her show, she went official and started to tell people like all hey. of this negativity is happening. Here is what really happened. And I have the yeah. video up on our Q and A two Jeff and Jen Facebook page. If you guys want to watch a little snippet of what she was talking but about, what you, it's so fascinating to me because Ellen doesn't just talk the talk; she walks the walk. Obviously, I mean, because her whole thing is when I say be kind to others, that means everybody, not just the people that have the exact same views as you, right? right. But you see so much of that of people walking around and preaching. We need more love in the world. And I'm going to love everybody except that person over there who doesn't agree with me. Yes. And she now said that, that person I'm going to fight with and argue with and hate. Yeah. But you know what? We need more love in the world. Right. It doesn't work that way. But she does say in the video that I posted that she's like, you know, I think we have forgotten that we're allowed to be different and still be kind. Yeah. And that is the message, people. Yeah, Ellen did it. She did it very beautifully. It I love cool. that you're not allowed to hang out with someone if they don't agree with you politically. Right. <laughs> you can't be, be nice. Oh, and you can't be nice to them. No. Oh, no. Shame no, on you. Hmm. Anyways, if you want to see the video, q and to Jeff and Jen on Facebook, it's quick, but informative. Mm-hmm. It's nice. <laughs> I like her. And I like him. Yeah. I've always liked him. I like them both. You're not allowed to like them both, Jeff. I'm not? not together. What does no. that make me? Not together. I don't know, but you are messing <laughs> it up. <laughs> doing it wrong. I guess I'm doing it wrong, right. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here this morning? Oh, a family had a gender reveal balloon. <laughs> this is a gender reveal that did not end well. These are always a crapshoot, aren't they? <laughs> A, a family had a gender reveal balloon tethered to the grass in their backyard, and they were hitting it with sticks. Oh my god! Oh no! <laughs> but man. it wouldn't. It wouldn't bust open. Instead, it broke free <gasps> and flew away, and started floating away. Uh-huh. So the dad tried to leap over a fence oh, to no. get it. Not good. And he fell flat on his back. Much to the much to the amusement of the uh, friends and family who were in attendance. Oh, hit it hard! Oh man, strike out! 
That's good TV oh, right there. Oh, there you go. That guy laughing's pretty good, too. He's pretty good. I know. So the the whole thing with the gender reveal, like when did that become a thing and why did that become a thing? It Within the last 10 years. Yeah. I think well, it just became another way to celebrate. Is it or just an excuse to, to have tell. a party? Is this in addition to the baby shower or is this like kind of you do it all on the same occasion? That's up to you. You, you can, can, but I mean, yeah, yeah, two different parties is kind of what it's. Well, Nowadays, you can find out the gender of your baby very early if you do like a certain test. Like I found out when I was first pregnant, I think I was like 11 weeks when I found out what the gender of our baby was because I had like a DNA profile done because I was an older pregnant person. Um, And so I do like super early on. And it's really hard to keep that from people. You know, if you if you know. It's and hard. you know you're going to get in trouble if you tell this person before you tell that person. Yeah. So it's easier to just bring all your persons together and tell them all at once. Yeah, or just say it on the radio like I did. You could do that too. Because I didn't. Well, because it was hard because, you know, we have family that lives out of town. We have family that lives here. So some people knew and some people didn't know. And then I wanted to tell you guys, but I, it was just too hard to send out all of the message at one time. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just told everybody on this radio. Hmm. Covered. They're fun, though. I mean, I know that, like, parties of that magnitude, baby showers are hard and long, but gender reveal parties are usually fun. Are they? Yeah. It's a way to include the dudes, too, sometimes, who might Mm. not be at the shower. Yeah. Also, nine months can be a long time, so it kind of gives you uh, some breaking points throughout that period. Mm -hmm. Tim, would you rather rather go to a wedding or a gender reveal party? Probably a gender reveal party. Yeah. They're not going to like babies. I don't need to wear, you know, clothes that don't breathe. Right. (laughs) I could wear a T-shirt and jeans. And would you say the same uh, for a baby shower? If you could choose between a wedding or a baby shower. Ooh, that's a toughie. I think I'd go wedding on that one. Yeah. Yeah. The food will be better. And for those of you wondering if I've been to a baby shower, I have. It was long. It was very, very long. I know. So my niece... Is having a baby shower this weekend. Oh, fun. And she kind of warned me ahead of time. She said, hey, just so you know, this is going to be co-ed. So oh, perfect. you'll be getting an invitation. Dude, I'm, I was like, I had, I like, I mean, I, I've never been a f- big fan of baby showers, but for Scott's family, for Scott's side of the family, I was like, it's going to be co-ed. Yeah. Because I didn't, we are, we weren't, we're not married. So I didn't really know some of the people that were coming because you meet a lot of the distant fan, you know, the the people that you would invite to the baby shower are people that you at least met at the wedding, if there's a wedding first. Yes. Yeah. And so I didn't know some of the people, and I was like, you're going. This is co-ed, <laughs> dude. Oh. Like, you are going. He you still made to. me open up all the presents and everything, like, by myself. I thought it was, like, uh, optional. Like, you, you, like the the women have to go, but the guys, you know. That's if it's, but isn't it, like, optional? Yeah, but it's Very. like a couple's <laughs> shower, but it's like a couple's co-ed baby shower. And then I got the invitation in the mail, and I was like, noon to four? Is that, that's like a revolve, that's like one of those revolving parties, right? Nope. Like, you know, you no. pop in and. No, that's an all day. No, but probably two hours of that will be gift opening. Yeah. You're dedicated. Yep. You're committed. So you can't like come and go, nope. huh? I was kind of like, I don't know what they call, like a momzilla for the baby showers. Like I had specific rules going into them. No games. Mm. 
alcohol must be present for everyone that's in absolute <laughs> hell watching me open stuff. Like I was definitely like a momzilla because I had been to so many previous baby showers that I told my mom, I was like, I don't even want to open up these presents in front of people. And she was like, Jennifer Ann, you have to open up the presents. And I'm like, fine, this is the way it's going to work. We're going to get there. We're going to mingle for 35 to 45 minutes. I'm going to open up the presents and then people can go about their business for the remainder of the day if they want to. And she was like, but what about the games? And I'm like, Nope. The games are for the, oh. the grandparents yep. I said, and you, their friends. I they said, love the game. You do that game where everybody writes their name on a, an envelope yeah. and you pick out three door prizes. We'll do that. <laughs> I'm sure my mom was like thrilled. I know you were so easy to handle. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> you were so cooperative. Yeah. Low maintenance. Jennifer Ann. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.